This is the Rocket Bomb Podcast. This is Brian. Uh, you just heard the song Surf's Up, Surf City by Phoenix Bodies. I'm on the phone with Derek Black, singer of Phoenix Bodies. Yes, you are. How's it going, man? Uh, things are pretty good. I'm waiting at a snowy hill to go sledding right now. Nice. I, uh, yeah. I would like to be. I would like to go sledding as well. Um, also, you can come on out here. Bring bring your kid. Yeah, it's 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 you know eleven o'clock at night, man. He's yeah, asleep. wake him up. Yeah, he just went to sleep. He oh, he goes to school now. I was gonna say he doesn't have anything to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends if I'm able to get out of the house tomorrow. Is it still snowing? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, we got about a good eight inches on the ground. I'd think. Nice. That is good sledding weather. I will try. I'm gonna try to take him tomorrow. So, um, so. Tell me about that song. Uh, you, you actually, you guys are the first band that's, um, like, the first hardcore band that I've had on the show. So I don't know if there, my any of my few subscribers were prepared to uh, to hear that song, but uh, to okay. hear some grown men screaming about things. Yes. <laughs> um, so first, first question before I ask you about that song particularly is, uh, what is Phoenix Bodies? Um, it's a band. We've been together for about six years now it's really been that long um i don't know uh we're some guys we met in muncie indiana and then disintegrated into all parts of the great state of indiana and have been touring around releasing records the last few years having a good time uh there's really not anything more to it than that we're very leisurely band do what we want when we want to kind of on our own terms, not really uh, trying to conquer the world or anything right now. What's funny, just for people to note, uh, or note for people listening who may not know this, Derek and I actually used to play in Maracate together. And uh, so Phoenix Bodies has now been a band for twice the length of time that Maracate was a band. Is that right? Uh, I guess so. I don't really... How Maracate played a last show in 2003. Yeah. And well was broken up for like a year or two in the middle and started yeah. what ninety nine? Yeah, ninety nine, two thousand. I would say like total time though has actually banned three years. So okay. this is this is crazy because you know I haven't played music with you guys since that band, and you guys have played a lot. Like Phoenix yeah, Bodies, is be- Phoenix Bodies for you guys has probably become your uh, the primary band with Marikate as a distant memory. <laughs> Whereas for me, it's almost the exact opposite. Yeah, it's totally true. Like, I forget that I was in Maracate often. Like, <laughs> someone will bring it up, and it's like, oh, yeah, I did do that. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, it's so, whatever. So, Surf's Up, Surf City, what's this song about? And uh, I guess what, what I was going to say is I've kind of got this the same question here for all three, all four of the songs we're going to listen to tonight is, uh, what are these songs about? Where do they come from, and where are they going? Well, pretty much in general, all my songs are coming from me just kind of thinking about something or other and uh, getting some sort of weird phrase stuck in my head, and then I'll expand upon that to create some sort of full, coherent idea lyrically. Uh, I mean, the music is created in a vacuum outside of that, and then I come in and I put my words to the uh, vibrations of strings and hitting of drums. but Surf's Up, Surf City, in particular, is about the idea of the ice caps melting and uh, sea levels rising, as is mentioned in the song. Uh, 
that's really all there is to it. It's just a short little sweet song about uh, the possibility of the eastern Atlantic seaboard becoming underwater. Yeah, you mentioned the the songs, uh, the music being written in a vacuum. How does that how does that process work out for you guys? Um, it's all right, I guess. I mean, the I write lyrics independent of whether or not I have songs to put them with, like music. So I go to band practice and like I'll occasionally throw ideas for songs that are being written, like oh, you should put in a part like this or whatever. But mostly, uh, just Colin and Brian have been writing our songs together. Um, I believe this particular song was written when we had a different lineup, because uh, we went through a pretty weird lineup change around 2005 or six or something like that, a few years ago. Um, our drummer, Thomas, moved to second vocals with me, and we got a new drummer, Brian, and a new guitar player, Kevin. Uh, so we had 60% of our lineup spots change and 40% of our band members change uh, over one summer. Uh, now, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, <laughs> where, how the song was put together. So this song was originally written with uh, Carl Byers and Colin playing guitars and Thomas playing drums, and I wrote lyrics for it. And it was recorded a couple times, actually. And then when the recording you're listening to is recorded last winter, right around this time, uh, early January of 2008, with our current lineup, which is me and Thomas on vocals, Colin and Kevin on guitar, and Brian on drums. So I think maybe it's reworked a little, but basically all of our songs... The music happens, it's written, and I continuously am always writing lyrics, little ditties, little, I don't know, sayings, poems, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, but sets of lyrics all the time. And I kind of just go through what I've written and pick out winners, and if they fit to the musical constraints, then that's how we go about picking songs with lyrics. Uh, up next, we've got actually two songs uh, back to back. Um, what are these two songs, and what can you tell us about them? Uh, these two songs are "This Place Is a Fucking Dump" and a song called "Health Control," which had an alternate title for a while of uh, Charlton Heston for Surgeon General, but uh, he died, and I figured it might be irrelevant to have a song named after him uh, when the release came out. Uh, but this place is a fucking dump is just about people buying wasteful uh, products and just throwing trash everywhere. Um, so it's pretty easy to figure out where that goes. <laughs> and health control is about the idea of how we live in a country where it's very hard to have decent health care, but it's very easy to buy weapons. And it sort of expands on the idea of, well, at least you can kill yourself very easily if you can't afford health care.
Alright, that was This Place is a Fucking Dump and Health Control from Phoenix Bodies. Uh, two tracks from the upcoming split with He Who Corrupts, is that correct? Yeah, all four of these songs that you're playing are on that record. Awesome. So there's no reason to buy it now. <laughs> well, you can buy it dude, without all of the, just the you know gibberish of you and me talking between. Yeah, you should buy it because it's coming, going to become packaged inside of a 12-month calendar, a wall calendar. So it'll be worth it for that novelty. That's really the only reason we're doing this record is because we wanted to put out a calendar. It's amazing. Yeah, also, yeah. Also, we should add that there will be a side of the record that is uh, He Who Corrupts songs as well, which might be a reason. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, you we were talking about your guys' writing process before, and you mentioned a lineup change. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask is, did, have you found that the songs like you mentioned Surf's Up, Surf City. The first song we listened to was written with the, your previous lineup. Um, were the two songs we just listened to written with the new lineup? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure This Place is a Fucking Dump was written with Carl in the band, and it went into some other weird interlude thing that we didn't like and got rid of. Uh, we originally recorded that song, and... I think we recorded Surf's Up, Surf City for a split with Shitstorm that never worked out for whatever reason. Um, actually, I, this last recording session where we recorded the stuff for the Hugh Corrupt split, a uh, 7-inch EP and a split 7-inch with La Quieta, that was going to be used for like four different splits, but we kind of uh, wanted some records out for our tour and just uh, put a bunch of songs on a 7-inch EP instead of doing a split with shitstorm and we we're going to do a split with the band perth express from germany but they broke up so we scratched those two things and just did a seven inch um i think the health control song was written with the new lineup all these these four songs are also written in a tuning that is not typical uh we tune down to like drop a flat most of our songs are in C standard tuning on the guitar, but these four songs, we drop the low string down. Uh, is it like uh, two steps or something like that? And so we kind of don't really play these songs too much because it's a uh, hassle to switch tuning sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask if you guys have found that your writing process has changed with the new new lineup. <clears throat> Um, we don't practice very much at all, so <laughs> it hasn't really changed a whole lot. Uh, Colin will get together with Brian, and they'll try to write songs, and then Kevin will show up sometimes, and that's kind of how things work out. Uh, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna ask on these. I know you guys don't have a bass player on the. the when you guys record, do you record with a bass player, or is I, I notice on some of these songs a. Uh, a lower sound and I was trying uh, trying to determine if they're you guys actually recorded bass or if it was maybe it was just that uh, alternate tuning you're talking about it's probably just the tuning because there's no bass recorded um, yeah there's you nothing guys... special going on as far as I know Colin has continually bought these pitch shifting pedals and they okay. always sound like complete garbage so he never actually uses them <laughs> that, that's so... a good segue into my next question which is how does Colin obtain that tone um, both of our guitar players use a sort of similar setup. They play out of a, generally a full stack with a guitar amp and then a bass rig 
with uh, like a some sort of cabinet that has like 15 inch speakers in it and stuff. Uh, so there's a lot of low end going on. They have uh, one amp that has more of a I don't I don't really want to say a clean tone, but it's sort of more tuned into guitar type sounds. And they have another rig that's plugged into a bass setup that's more for low end type right. things. And uh, I think they kind of just kick on the low end every now and then. So it makes kind of a distinct difference. It's, re- it's really funny having played in a band with Colin that uh, I remember us talking about like the concept of doing that in Maricate. And what's funny is that when Colin and I played together, it it was always one of those things that I would have expected me to do, <laughs> like mm-hmm. in the context of our conversations, because I was always like, the guy who would want to run like two amps and do all the stereo stuff. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting to see Colin doing that now. I'm a little bit jealous to be honest. I still, I still rock the half stack. So. Yeah. Yeah. He has so many cabinets and amps now. It's kind of ridiculous. (laughs) You wouldn't even believe it. I told him, uh, he's always talking about buying something new and I'm like, Colin, the next thing you need to buy is a trailer (laughs) because we can't take this stuff anywhere. That's been my biggest, uh, thing. The biggest thing that's been stopping me from buying even other a, a second amp or other cabinets is just like really what am I going to do with it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, playing with with Thin Fevers, we've talked we've talked about running a second cab on the other side of the stage, but it's like really it's just going to be a pain in the butt. And we've got to unload it and load it in. And, <laughs> yeah, there's no reason for you to do that with that band. <laughs> exactly. Now, I mean, I could write new songs that would you know, like I could <laughs> I could actually you know. Unless you're going to. Most you're gonna step to like, go ahead. Two uh, twelve inch cab or two two twelves. Yeah, and rewrite all of our songs to make it worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should um, do that. Go for it. Are you uh, at your sledding location? Yeah, but I don't. I can't get a hold of my friends. I should call them, but I'm doing this interview. Uh, well, I will. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap up here because we're we're getting close to my uh, my ideal time for talking. So. Um, okay. Well, the the big question I have for you is, I was just going to ask what your thoughts are. This is like my uh, my serious question is, uh, what are your thoughts on the hardcore scene and the, and the music scene, both locally and, and globally? I know that um, you guys have toured nationally, and uh, also uh, you've toured a couple times in Europe. Uh, and I just wanted to get your mm-hmm. thoughts on, on the scene. I know you guys also still do a lot of... Uh, like seven inch releases and are very involved in in punk rock the punk rock scene specifically um how has that changed over the last few years with uh you know the availability of like you know you can push your songs out to myspace or whatever make them free sell them on itunes or whatever really um the diy level and stuff i don't think it's changed things all that much uh, it's a whole lot easier for people to book tours and things like that and a lot of bands jump out ahead of themselves a lot quicker than it could before but as far as like making records selling things all that sort of stuff i don't think much has really changed on like the level of bands going around playing basement shows and stuff it's still what it's always been uh as far as comparing things locally to uh, other levels, it's kind of hard to do that because so many places are so different for so many different reasons. Like in Europe, you'll have places that are government funded and they have to have so many international bands come through and all sorts of stuff like that. 
Um, it's just a completely different world than anything that we have here. And even if you compare something like a show in Indianapolis to uh, like New York City, it's just things are so different that there's so many different variables to talk about. It's really too much to kind of get into in a little bit. But basically, I would say you go to a show, the people you're going to see there are about the same, no matter where you are in the world. So um, really not a whole lot has changed in the last couple of years because of the internet, maybe over the last decade, definitely. Um, but it's still kind of the same people everywhere you go. Cool. Well, what's coming up for Phoenix Bodies? Um, up, I know I know what's coming up next for us here on the show. We'll be listening to uh, Young, Dumb, and Full of Guns, but what's before we get into that song, what's coming uh, up for the band? Um, we have a bunch of records that are supposed to come out um, sometime soon. We're kind of in hibernation for the winter time because we don't like going places when there's lots of snow or risk of that. So we're going to start playing some shows in March. Uh, we're going up to South Dakota to play In It Records Fest, which is always an interesting 24-hour driving in one day sort of thing. Uh and then uh, after that, I don't really know what's going on. We've got some records to come out. Whenever that happens, it's going to happen. And, uh, yes. No. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> People are getting mad at me because I'm sitting in my van and talking on the phone. But uh, Well, I'll, uh, I'll, we'll, we'll get you out of here then. Yeah, we don't really have a lot going on. We have some records coming out, and that's about it. <laughs> Got it. Well, up next is Young, Dumb, and Full of Guns. Anything to uh, say about the song before we uh, we play it and get out of here? Um, it's kind of just about uh, American culture, once again. Uh, our country is rel- relatively new, um, relatively ignorant about how the rest of the world works because there's such a large isolated mass of people and there's lots of guns here so to put it all together um that's basically what the song is about awesome here it is thanks derek for uh getting on the phone uh, again this is uh rocket bomb uh keep uh subscribe to the po- the podcast feed uh, in itunes or on the website uh Check us out next week. We'll be talking with um, Finding Fiction, and the week after that, we'll have the Americus on the show. Um, so, yeah, here it is Young, Dumb, and Full of Guns by Phoenix Bodies. <laughs>
go uh, put these people at ease. 